Rahul Gandhi quits. These four fault lines may sharpen in the Congress. With his letter on Wednesday, 3rd July, Rahul Gandhi has made it clear that he will no longer be the president of the Congress party. In all likelihood, former President Sonia Gandhi and party general secretary Priyanka Gandhi Vadra may not take up the mantle either. After a gap of 20 years, the Congress party will no longer be led by a member of the Nehru Gandhi family. Despite being at the helm, neither Sonia Gandhi nor Rahul Gandhi enjoyed complete control of the party. As the cliche goes, they were like the glue which held the Congress together. Their presence at the top helped manage the ideological and factional differences within the party. With the family no longer in charge, at least not officially, several fault lines within the party are likely to become sharper in the days to come. Left versus right. Since its inception, the Congress has been a coalition of diverse ideological strands with socialists, economic conservatives, Hindu nationalists, liberals present in its ranks. However, a few moments in history saw certain strands becoming more dominant. The socialist strand in the party gained prominence under Jawaharlal Nehru and the early part of Indira Gandhi's tenure. But the right-wing, both social conservatives and free market advocates, gained prominence under Rajiv Gandhi in the 1980s and P.V. Narasimha Rao in the early 1990s. Leaders like Arun Nehru, who wielded considerable power, were known to be close to the Hindu right as well. The economic reforms of 1991 sealed the centrality of free market economics in the Congress's economic policy, but the Babri Masjid's demolition reflected the right wing's hold over the party as the party had taken a weak position on the issue. Under the leadership of Sonia Gandhi and particularly during Prime Minister Manmohan Singh's first term, the Congress stood for a nuanced mix of economic reforms and welfare schemes. In this period, Sonia Gandhi also ended the Congress's flirtation with the Hindu right that had taken place under Rajiv Gandhi and Narasimha Rao and brought the party back to Nehruvian secularism. After the Congress's dismal performance in the 2014 and 2019 Lok Sabha elections, one section in the party feels that it is paying the price for the alleged alienation of Hindus under Sonia Gandhi. This section also accuses Sonia and Rahul of being excessively dependent on leftists which has alienated the middle class and corporates as well. Some of the pet targets of this section are former union ministers Jairam Ramesh and Mani Shankar Iyer and non-political figures who they see as Gandhi's advisors such as social activist Anura Roy. Much of the recent brickbats have also been aimed at former JNU Students Union President Sandeep Singh who is originally from the left-wing All India Students Association and is now closely working with Rahul Gandhi's office. The anti-left-wing brigade in the Congress blames Sandeep Singh for Rahul Gandhi's visit to JNU during the 2016 sedition controversy. According to them, this gave BJP the chance to present Rahul as being in cahoots with the so-called Tukde Tukde gang. They also blame the Congress's leftists for certain promises in the party's 2019 manifesto such as the proposal to prevent misuse of sedition laws as well as the proposal to review AFASPA. This section now feels that there is a need to purge the leftists from the Congress. There is a counter perspective to this. Several sections within the Congress, many of whom worked closely with Rahul Gandhi, feel that there will now be an attempt to carry out a right-wing takeover of the Congress. There is also a fear in the Congress that any attempt to dilute 
the Congress's anti-right-wing position would compel minorities to shift to regional parties or parties like Asaduddin Owaisi's AIMIM. Had it not been for the support of minorities, the Congress may have fared even more poorly in the Lok Sabha elections. Old Guard versus Youth The second divide which may intensify after Rahul Gandhi's exit is a tussle between the Congress's old guard and the young leaders. The Quint reported on Wednesday that the real story behind Rahul Gandhi's resignation is his desire to get senior leaders to quit the Congress Working Committee, the apex decision-making body of the Congress, in order to carry out a complete overhaul of the party. However, the old guard is unlikely to give up easily. For the time being, the power has increased in their hands. As per the Congress constitution, after Gandhi's resignation, the senior most general secretary will officiate as party president. This makes 90-year-old Motilal Vora the parties in charge for the time being. The next step as per the party constitution is for the CWC to appoint a provisional president until elections are held for the president's post. The election could take months, in effect giving charge of the party to the CWC appointed provisional president. So instead of a dissolution of the CWC as hoped by Gandhi's supporters, the body might end up calling shots for the next few months. And this includes crucial state elections in Maharashtra and Haryana that are due in October. It's not just Rahul Gandhi and his close supporters. Several young party functionaries have become increasingly impatient with the old guard's unwillingness to concede power. This extends to state units as well. The tussle between Ashok Gehlot and Sachin Pilot in Rajasthan, between Captain Amarinder Singh and Rajot Singh Sidhu in Punjab is well known. The same could be seen in Kerala, where many young leaders from a youth congress background accuse senior leaders of conceding too much space to congress allies like IUML and Kerala Congress. In particular, the party's decision to make Gehlot the chief minister of Rajasthan instead of Pilot is said to have sent a wrong signal to youth leaders. Many of them say that the position rightfully belonged to Pilot, who had worked extremely hard as Rajasthan Congress chief for the past five years. On the other hand, the explanation given by the old guard is that the power of young leaders is overhyped, as most of them, like Pilot, Jyotiraditya Sindhya, and Milindevara, belong to political families. Regional divisions. As Congress looks for a new president, a very real dilemma for it would be on balancing regional differences. The dilemma stems from this fact. 46 out of 52 Congress MPs, a little less than 90%, come from non-Hindi speaking states. But the party cannot revive nationally unless it improves in Hindi speaking states, which account for 225 out of 543 Lok Sabha seats. Gandhi's had a pan-Indian appeal. And both Rahul Gandhi and Sonia Gandhi have won elections in the North as well as in the South. Now the dilemma for the Congress would be on whether to give the top position to someone from states like Kerala, Tamil Nadu and Punjab which supported it in the Lok Sabha elections or to prioritize its revival in the Hindi heartland. There is another aspect to this. Several surveys showed that Rahul Gandhi is more popular than Narendra Modi in southern states like Kerala and Tamil Nadu despite being way behind in most other states. If Gandhi is replaced by a leader like Sushil Kumar Shinde or Gehlot, there is a possibility that it could cause the party in the south where Rahul Gandhi can still sway votes. On the other hand, if a leader from the south takes over, there is a possibility that it could harm the Congress in the Hindi heartland even more. Factionalism 
In the past, Sonia Gandhi or Rahul Gandhi's presence at the top helped contain factional rivalries in the Congress. A good example of this is the tussle after Congress's victory in the assembly elections in Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh, and Chhattisgarh last year. The party won the three states without declaring a CM candidate. Rahul Gandhi personally met all the claimants for the CM post and arrived at a workable solution. With Gandhi no longer at the helm, factional feuds are likely to intensify. Some of the key tussles are in Rajasthan, Ashok Gehlot versus Sachin Pilot, MP Kamal Nath versus Jyoti Raditya Sindhya versus Digvijay Singh versus Arun Yadav, Kerala I group led by Ramesh Chennitala versus A group led by Umman Chandi and AK Antony, Karnataka Sidramaya versus G Parmeshwara, Punjab Captain Amrinder Singh and Sunil Jakhad versus Pratap Singh Bajwa and Navjot Singh Sidhu. Haryana, Bhupinder Singh Hudda and Dipinder Hudda versus Kumari Shalja, Ranadeep Surjewala, Ashok Tamar and Kiran Chaudhary. Delhi, Sheila Dikshit versus Ajay Makin. It's quite possible that rival faction leaders may use the vacuum at the top to settle scores with others. The need to balance these four fault lines may shape the path the Congress takes from this point onwards. The choices it makes will shape its leadership and the narrative and decide whether it is capable of giving a strong challenge to the BJP at the national level.